quite an impact, actually, uh, when he sank that three iron and hit me in the back of the head. I can't believe I'm into this. I really hate to lose. Asking for forgiveness. Got the struggler's blues. Oh, struggler's blues. We're back to Golf Insiders. Taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house, Holly G, along with Will Perry. Will, in our next segment, little teaser here, we're going to give away that foursome to Grand Cypress. I love free golf. How about you? Ah, man. Especially we, at Grand Cypress. Hey, it doesn't get any better than, than Grand Cypress. Um, so stay with us in, in the next segment. We'll be announcing the winner of this week's contest. We brought in the accounting firm, <laughs> the secure briefcase. We pulled the winner, but we won't let you know till uh, close to the end of the show, so stay with us. Uh, we're going to go straight up to Hazeltine in beautiful Minnesota. Speak to one of, uh, well, the guy that I would call Mr. Golf Minnesota. He's published uh, a, a magazine there for years. He knows everything there is to know about Hazeltine, and I'm so happy to have him on the show. Greg Wires, hello, my friend. Hey. Hi, Holly. How are you? Fantastic. So are you at the course? Have you been out at the course? Give us uh, the local scoop. Sure. We've been, um, I'm actually not at the course anymore. I left there just a few minutes uh, back in our lodging unit here, but uh, was at the course uh, yeah, pretty much all day uh, Monday, Tuesday, and today. So we're getting a good feel of what's going on over there. Well, first let's start with as a golfer, uh, someone you know uh, like myself that's been in the industry a long time. You've covered a lot of uh, tournament golf. I know there's uh, going to be a, a special moment of silence to uh, remember the king, Arnold Palmer, at the opening ceremony. And uh, I I saw that huge wall that they've built, which uh, some of the different sentiments that people and the fans are writing on it. I mean, it really is. uh, It's it's something special, I think, in in a, uh, you know, a a serendipity way, I think, almost of of Arnie passing right before the Ryder Cup. We know his health was failing, but. You know, I, I was saying earlier that now I think Team USA has a 13th man, and we know how much this kind of competition meant to him because, you know, for him it was about, uh, you know, the spirit of the game more than anything. Yeah, absolutely, Holly. And I know you uh, had a unique relationship with Arnie, and, uh, you know, it, it, it was an interesting way for the week um, to start off. Obviously a very sad um, time, you know, Davis and, and all the guys uh Heard about it uh, Sunday night, as, as everybody else did. I think it kind of changed some of their plans for early in the week. And, uh, yeah, the signs that you mentioned, there's actually, I think, added to that, and they're going to keep adding to it where uh, fans, just regular fans, anybody who wants to come up and jot down a memory or, you know, hashtag a prayer or whatever they want to do in, uh, in honor of Arnold, uh, they're going to have that. And I think you'll see some other things. I believe the players are probably going to wear some uh, – Special patches if those get made on time, and I think you'll see that on uh, you know on, on on both teams, both the Europeans and the Americans, as uh, as um, Darren Clark said in the, in one of the press conferences. You know, Arnie's army was a worldwide phenomenon. So not maybe there will be a 13th man on the American team, but uh, the Europeans as well as the Americans just had uh, 
an unbelievable admiration for the king of golf. Absolutely. I think, again, it does speak to who he was for the game of golf worldwide. I mean, we talk about global golf now, but Arnie really was the one that, uh, you know, really put the seeds in for the the global reach of golf when he went over to, uh, you know, the British Open, the Open Championship, and, and put that on the map uh, as, you know, television and golf was coming together and all of his business ventures all around the world uh, really, you know, starting the first uh, exhibition matches in other countries. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. we, we owe so much to him in terms of, you know, Arnie was synonymous, uh, you know, in the early days with growing the game and, of course, also had a you know, great relationship with the USGA, the PGA, and the PGA Tour. I mean, you know, he was yeah, just the, right. the complete man all the way around. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, obviously the Ryder Cup's a PGA of America deal. He was the son of a PGA pro, coincidentally or not. Uh Davis Love is also the son of a PGA pro, uh you know, PGA of America pro. So, um, you know, there's some synergy going on. And 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 like you alluded to, I mean, uh, you know, it's always a sad uh, time when someone like that passes away and yet if if it was gonna happen to happen on the eve of the Ryder Cup that was special to him and that he was uh, so closely tied to it. Uh, it's a it's a unusual feeling, and and uh, while there's sadness, there's uh, joy in rejoicing his life as well. Yeah, well put. So let's talk about the golf course, Hazeltine National Golf Club. This uh, yes. golf course has uh, had some huge events over time. Hosted the U.S. Open, the PGA Championship, the Women's Open, Senior Open, yep. U.S. Amateur. And the Ryder Cup. Uh, you know, yeah. par- apparently they built this course because they wanted it to be a, a major uh, venue, and um, it certainly is. Yeah, they did that. Uh, the, the membership that's uh, in their original mission statement was to build a course that would be um, worthy of hosting major championships, and uh, and they've done that, uh, every bit of it. And, you know, it's the course itself, but it's also all of the – all of the infrastructure surrounding it. I mean, it's uh, this is my first Ryder Cup. Uh, yeah, you know, it's in my backyard, so um, it's pretty exciting. But uh, it, it's incredible. The uh, the corporate hospitality tents, the the media center where I've been uh, lucky enough to spend some time and well over the next uh, next few days. But uh, uh, merchandise tents the size of a you know a Best Buy store practically. And, it's a uh, village. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely. The the size and scope of the Ryder Cup, I've been many times and I've just, you know, watched it uh, just grow and grow over the past decade. Uh, in terms of, you know, people, it's uh, probably projected to draw, I think, 250,000 people, more than 800 working members of the media. I mean, that's a, that's a lot of people to get in and out of, of a golf course. Interesting, too, um, coming off the FedEx Cup and the Tour Championship, which reversed its nines in what I think proved to be a very smart move in terms of compelling mm-hmm. television and a fantastic finish and playoff. They've done something similar with Hazeltine, right? I think they've taken the yes, inner five yes, holes or something and, yes, and flipped yes, them. They've, they've, right. They've not flipped the uh, entire um, two nines, but what they did, is uh, holes what the members um, normally play is 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. We'll play five through nine. 
uh, and vice versa there. So uh, it's it's not the course that the members normally play or that would have been seen uh, had you watched uh, seen Hazelstein at the 09 or or 02 PGA Championships. So. Uh, and and there, there's some different reasons they did that. Uh, one of the biggest ones, I think, is that this is match play uh, golf that does not necessarily go all the way to the 18th hole in every match. And so, like, the signature hole for the members in past championships has been uh, Hazeltine's number uh, 16, but that instead will play this uh, this year as number 7, so that all of the matches are guaranteed to go that far. Um, and that's for the fans and, and for the competition as well. So, given the layout of of Hazeltine, uh, you know, what do you you see in terms of you know the U.S. team versus you know some of the power? Well, you know, on both sides. I mean, you've got Rory on you know obviously Team Europe. We've got uh, DJ on our side. What, what do you think are going to be the telling um, keys and strategy to to playing the best golf at Hazeltine? Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. I was, uh, you know, just doing a little uh, um, look back and uh, of the four major championships this year, um, you got two champion uh, major winners in Stenson and, and uh, Willett on the European side, and you got DJ and uh, Jimmy Walker having won the PGA on the American side. So you've got major champions coming in here. It is a big course. Um, I think it's got to be to an advantage to be able to get the ball out there. Um, but it's such a different animal when you play foursomes and four ball, um, you know, especially when you're playing foursomes and hitting your, your, your partner's tee shots, you got to go and hit it into the green or what have you. So um, I don't know if you can give an advantage to, to either side, but certainly there's a lot of firepower on both with, like you mentioned, Rory McIlroy and, and Justin Rose and, and Stenson for the Europeans, as well as some others. There's names we don't necessarily recognize a whole lot over here, but they're quality players on the European tour, and uh, and uh, you know a lot of experience here on the American team and uh, a, a couple of rookies. But we'll just see how it plays out. Greg, I'm curious. Before you know, we kind of wrap up here with you. What is the vibe kind of feeling like, either both on the European and the USA side? I mean, what is kind of the the feel that you're gaining for either either team. Well, um, yeah, of course, uh, it has to be a little bit of controversy come in. Um, I, you guys are probably, or, or, or maybe not, but uh, Danny Willett's brother, you know, published an article in a European uh, uh, paper or blog or website. I think was a I think was a website perhaps um, today. Um, really, uh, kind of denigrating American golf fans. So um, that didn't go over too well in the American uh, team room, maybe a little added uh, motivation. And, uh, and I know the Europeans actually weren't real happy with some of the comments that he made about uh, the American fans uh, either. But uh, So there's a little bit of uh, tension building there. There's, um, you know, the guys have all had a chance to see the course now. Um, we'll get the, get the pairings announced at about this time tomorrow night. Um, and, no, you know, know who's going up against who, but uh, and they're ready uh, to Davis go. Is, yeah, Davis is looking at this and hoping to instill in his guys that this is a team event, and uh, what you accomplish individually doesn't matter if they can win as a team. And uh, you know, if he's going to be able to instill that, um, I think they've got a, I think they've got a chance. But uh, you got to go out and hit the ball. All right, Greg Wires from Golf Minnesota. Greg, tell our listeners how they can find out more about golf in the great state of Minnesota. Well, sure, there's a lot of ways, but I guess our recommendation would be go to our website, golfminnesota.com, and uh, 
you're welcome. There's contact information there. You can get in touch with me directly or anybody with us, or you can just go through the site, and you'll get links into lots of different golf resorts, golf courses. Um, find out what you want to know. And great time to go play some fall golf and see the colors in October for oh, sure. Yeah. It's All right. a fabulous time to play golf. All right, Greg, go Team USA. Thanks so much. Greg Wires, Golf Minnesota. Check out his website, golfminnesota.com. You're listening to the Golf Insiders 96.9 The Game. Stay with us. More golf talk coming up.